Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 15th of July. Today, Jamuna River's water level receded, although it still remained above the danger limit, PTI reported. The Yamuna water level had risen to a record high in Delhi over the past week. It rose from 203.14 meters at 11 a.m. on 9th of July to 205.4 at 5 p.m. on the next day. The rapidly increasing water level breached the danger mark of 205.33 meters 18 hours earlier than anticipated. The Ahmadni Party government in Delhi said uncontrolled volumes of water were poured into the Yamuna from the Hatnikund barrage in Haryana's Yamuna Nagar, causing floods in the national capital. Meanwhile, Himachal Pradesh saw extensive damage to both life and property due to flooding as dams filled up due to heavy rain. Till 19th of July, Uttarakhand, Himachal Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh are expected to see heavy to extremely heavy rainfall, the Indian Meteorological Department said on Friday. Back in the national capital region, the Delhi government had shut down Okhla, Wazirabad and Chandrawal water treatment plants on Thursday due to flooding. The Okhla water treatment facility was restarted on Friday. Delhi Chief Minister Kejriwal tweeted today that Wazirabad and Chandrawal water treatment plants are expected to begin operations on Sunday. Today, Congress President Malikarjun Kharge met with party leaders from six northeastern states to discuss a plan for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections, PTI reported. In the meeting, the leaders of Meghalaya, Arunachal Pradesh, Nagaland, Manipur, Tripura and Sikkim raised concerns over the deteriorating situation in Manipur, sources said. Since the beginning of May, Manipur has been witnessing continued unrest as a result of the conflict between the Kuki and Metis communities. Since 3rd of May, when the fighting broke out between two communities over the Metis' demand for scheduled tribe status, normalcy has been elusive in the northeastern state. More than 100 people have died so far, with many more injured and displaced. At present, at least 350 relief camps are providing shelter to close to 60,000 Manipuri people. Kharge has been holding important planning discussions with the leaders of numerous states including some which will hold assembly elections later this year. Listeners, we have a new NLCNA project to bring you ground reports from Manipur, which has been witnessing a wave of violence for the past two months. The ethnic clashes in the state have brought to the fore many crucial questions. What is keeping the state simmering? Why is the government unable to stop the violence? And what lies ahead for the people of the northeastern state? In this project, the News Laundry team will travel to Manipur to find the answers. Contribute to help us tell these stories. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Indian Navy vessel INS Srikand remained mission deployed in the Persian Gulf and Gulf of Oman. The Indian Navy said today as Prime Minister Narendra Modi arrived in the UAE, ANI reported. INS Srikand contributes to regional maritime security, ensuring safe trade movement. India hopes to strengthen its economic and security connection with its maritime neighbours through its strategic initiative Sagar and help develop region's marine security capacities. India, France and UAE have carried out their first trilateral maritime exercise last month. It involved an extensive spectrum of naval activities including surface warfare and sophisticated air defence exercises. India's strategic plan for the Indian Ocean known as Sagar, security and growth for all in the region was initiated in 2015. In the UAE, Prime Minister Modi will meet UAE President Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan to discuss measures to strengthen bilateral relations. A Trinamool Congress worker who was hurt in the political violence on the Panchayat elections polling day in West Bengal's South 24 Parganas district passed away today. So far, more than 50 poll-related deaths have been reported in the state, according to Hindustan Times. The TMC accused the Indian Secular Front for the murder of the 61-year-old TMC worker who passed away today. 
However, the party denied the allegations. TMC's National General Secretary Abhishek Banerjee also criticized the BJP for the violence in the state, claiming the party's goons were threatening the people, the Hindustan Times reported. The party said 14 of its workers who were injured in the poll-related violence are being treated at the SSKM hospital in Kolkata. Meanwhile, a TMC team went to Nandigram in East Midnapur, the purported scene of BJP attacks on TMC members. A four-person delegation of the BJP led by former Union Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad also visited some violent hit districts in West Bengal earlier. The poll-related clashes began after panchayat elections were announced in the state on June 9. The voting day was also tainted by widespread violence, ballot paper looting and voting machine tampering. Two days of intense rain in South Korea has resulted in the deaths of at least seven people and the disappearance of two more in landslides and floods, the country's government said. Following landslides that occurred in key locations earlier in the day, eight individuals were stranded. In two central towns, landslide brought on by torrential downpours resulted in the deaths of three persons on Saturday, according to a report from the Ministry of Interior and Safety. A number of municipal governments have issued evacuation orders that have affected thousands of people. According to the Yonhap News Agency, some 6,400 residents were evacuated after the Gozem Dam started to overflow at around 6:30 a.m. local time on Saturday. Numerous low-lying communities close to the dam were reported to have been drowned, along with many roads that connected them, trapping some individuals inside of their homes. The nation's national rail operator Corail announced that suspension of all slow trains and certain bullet trains, as well as the disruption of other bullet train services. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you Monday. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/slash-subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.